Hey, my friends, welcome to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, Sunday Times bestselling author, nutritionist, medical herbalist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College, an internationally accredited nutrition certification recognized in 36 countries and counting. Every week here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutrition to give you answers, to give you clarity, and to expand your knowledge. Hey, my friend, how are you? Hope you're well and you've had a fantastic week. Now, if there's one question that I get asked over and over again, especially on social media, especially when I put any kind of post up about nutritional supplements, that question is, how do I actually choose a good quality supplement? How do I know what to look for? How do I know that I'm getting something decent? Well, if you bear these few points in mind, you really can't go far wrong. So before we jump into those pointers and, and what to look for, the one thing that comes up quite often as well is, do we actually need nutritional supplements. And obviously, as you know, I talk predominantly about food and how to tailor menus to target certain health issues, all of that kind of stuff. You know that that's my bread and butter. But as a nutrition practitioner, nutritional supplements are an absolute key part of my arsenal when it comes to actually helping patients. And it's something that I recommend frequently. Do we need them? Well, I look at it in a couple of different ways. I think all of us should be taking a good quality multivitamin and definitely some vitamin D and some omega-3 fatty acids for the simple reason we do not know how much of the micronutrients we are getting every single day. I hear this so often. People say, oh, well, as long as you're eating a, a good, healthy diet, you don't need supplements. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. If you go onto Google and and look at how much vitamin C is in broccoli, it might say there's 30 milligrams per 100 grams of broccoli. I just made that up, by the way, but that's an example. My response to that is, how do you know? Every single batch will be completely different. All of that, all of that information that exists out there, when you Google how much of a certain nutrient is in specific foods. That all comes from the work of McCants and Widowson that created something called the constituents of food, the composition of food. And that was literally every food you could possibly imagine. They did assays on it to determine the nutritional composition of that food. The thing is, there is so many factors that influence the level of nutrients that are actually present. So for example, if you are talking about, let's stick with broccoli as the analogy, right? Are you talking about broccoli that you just walked to the end of the garden and picked and then lightly steamed and it went straight on your plate? Or are you talking about broccoli that was grown eight months ago in Uruguay, has flown halfway around the world and has been sat in cold storage waiting to go on the supermarket shelf? the nutritional composition will be dramatically different because certain nutrients, again, let's let's carry on with vitamin C as the example, will start to de- degrade as soon as the plant is harvested. And then it depends how it's stored. Then it depends how it's cooked. And then also the soil that it was actually grown in. The soil that it was grown in has a huge impact. So all of these variables put us in a position where we don't really know 
what the levels of nutrients in the food that we're eating actually is. So I say to everyone, look, just get a good daily multivitamin. This isn't replacing a good diet. This doesn't mean that you can like live on Mackey D's and just take a multivitamin and everything will be fine. That's not the message. The message is absolutely build your diet around whole foods, take a multivitamin just to ensure that you're covering those bases. So that's that point out of the way. Let's get into the things that I advise for you to understand and to look for when it comes to choosing a high quality nutritional supplement. So it's got to be said that a lot of a lot of this is going to be down to you doing some research and understanding some basic points, okay? The first thing is really determine your needs. Why are you looking to take this specific supplement? Have you actually had some kind of guidance from a practitioner or someone suitably qualified? Or did you just kind of read an article about it or see an Instagram reel about it or whatever? What has actually driven you to want to take this supplement in the first place? Because if you're just taking things on a whim, you may actually cause more harm than good. One thing that you do need to be aware of is the quality of ingredients. Be clear on ingredients. Do your due diligence when it comes to ingredients in nutritional supplements. When you're looking at the label, does it clearly list natural ingredients? Does it clearly list just the the the, the individual nutrients that are added to it? in the different forms or the botanicals that it's based on? Does it just list the things that you're expecting to see in there? Or is there a whole host of other ingredients that don't seem to be related to the actual nutrient or herb or whatever that you're primarily taking? And there's a few things that you need to look out for. So when it comes to tablets, if you've got like a supplement in a tablet form, does it contain either magnesium stearate or titanium dioxide? These are both very, very common excipients, which means added extras, in tablets. Magnesium stearate, this is actually what they use to paint the white lines on a football field. Okay. They use this to bleach out the tablet so that the colour is all uniform. Because, you know, when you look at some of the some of the powders of B vitamins, for example, they can be quite speckly, quite dull. If you use if you if you don't use magnesium stearate, you get a very grubby, weird looking tablet, which I, I couldn't I, I couldn't care less about. But some manufacturers, they want these lovely, uniform, coloured, perfect looking tablets. So magnesium stearate is often added to assist with that. Then you've got titanium dioxide. This is something that's added so that when the tablets are actually going through the machinery, nothing sticks to the machine. It means everything can pass through the machinery without sticking and without causing any kinds of problems. Neither of these need to be in your supplements. This is why I actually prefer pure fill capsules. So if you if you look at brands like Time Health or Viridian Nutrition or one of the ones, El Sarah, those kind of guys that are building their businesses around capsules, they're all using Trufill. What does Trufill mean? Well, say, for example, you're delivering a certain dosage range of a supplement that may or may not take up a certain amount of room within each capsule. And to ensure that the capsule is tight and tidy, sometimes things need to be added to it. 
with the tablets, you can't use natural ingredients, but with the capsules, you can add things like blueberry powder, spirulina, or, you know, different, like a different flavonoid base. The, the capsules, the excess space within the capsule is filled with good, healthy, functional ingredients that are going to be only beneficial. They're not going to cause any problems. And then when you look, when you think of things like, um, liquid supplements, powders, especially in the fitness industry, my God, some of those are awful, uh, drinks, functional foods, look out for artificial sweeteners and flavors. You know, it's dressing something up as some wonderful natural products. And really it looks like the contents of a chemistry set, just strip things back to basics. So that's a a real big one. Be clear on, on ingredients, understand what you should be looking for. The next thing is to get clear on dosage. Know the dosage ranges. Often, when you um, you'll, you'll see a dosage published that relates to the amount it would take to prevent deficiency. So let's say vitamin C, 30 milligrams a day. Okay, that's how much you need to prevent deficiency. It will stop you getting scurvy. But is it necessarily an effective therapeutic range? So don't be shocked when you see a nutritional supplement and the amount of the nutrient that's in there is sometimes hundreds of times beyond that RDA, that amount that's needed to prevent deficiency. That is generally the therapeutic dosage range. And this has been established through research. There is the data to back it. Companies can't just make this stuff up. You can't just do things willy-nilly. Well, you can, but no one will stock your product. Usually when you see these higher dosages in products, that means it's in the therapeutic dose range. Do some research, understand what those ranges are for the actual type of product you're looking for, and then you'll know that the good quality products will sit in that therapeutic range. Okay? And also, you you know, you'll get a good idea whether the product over delivers or whether it under delivers. The next thing is to look for manufacturing standards. Now, any brand worth their salt has to be GMP certified. That stands for Good Manufacturing Practice. It means that where the ingredients are sourced from, there is the the, the full providence for the ingredients so that you can actually look for certification of purity. They understand that the way that the labels are produced, the way that... The, the products are handled. Everything is to the highest, highest standard. We're talking pharmaceutical grade manufacturing practices. Okay. If it's not GMP certified, I wouldn't bother. It's probably come from God knows where, made in bulk, sat on the factory floor for God knows how long. Look for GMP certified on products. The next thing is on the product website or within the information in their listings on sites like Amazon, for example, do they clearly state that they have third-party testing carried out on their products? This means that after they've manufactured it, they they take a small amount of every single batch and send it to someone that's got nothing to do with their company, so there's no conflict of interest. They send it to this external place that will do this screening, this testing on their product to test for purity, for potency, uh, testing for heavy metals and contaminants, all of that kind of stuff. So they know in every single batch of everything that they create. And often, I mean, so if you remember years ago, I sort of dabbled in having my own range of supplements for a while. The, the people that manufactured for me, 
they do that with each ingredient that comes through the door. So as soon as a batch of ingredient comes through the door, 1% of that total total batch will get sent off for third-party testing. Look out for that. And, and companies really do shout loudly about this. They really do let you know that they've got this. So if if they mention that, you know that you're you're working with a very, very highly reputable product. And then following up from that, a good supplement will always have certificate of analysis. And just so that you know, any supplement that you see in a health food store or on Amazon all have certificates of analysis. That means they have been screened and tested to show that what is listed on the ingredients is exactly what is in the product. You cannot get a product listed on Amazon, a nutritional supplement product listed on Amazon, or with the distributors that take products into health food stores without certificate of analysis on every single product. So if you're going to an independent health food store or you're you're on Amazon, you know that those products will have certificate of analysis. So that's, you know, that's a useful thing to know. And then the final thing, unfortunately, price usually tells you a lot. Whilst it's not always the case that the more expensive products are better, from my years in the industry, I mean, I've I've had my own supplement ranges. I worked as technical director at Viridian Nutrition. I've been in in the uh, natural products industry for 30 years in various guises. In my experience, I can tell you that this generally is the norm, okay? I mean, I'll give you an example with calcium. You can walk into some of those quote-unquote health food stores that are maybe more value-orientated, that are on lots of high streets. You could get a great big tub of calcium, and it'll say like calcium, 500 milligrams, a thousand tablets for 99p. Probably be facetious there, but super cheap for a massive great container of tablets. When you look at the ingredients, you'll see that that calcium is actually in the form of calcium carbonate, otherwise known as chalk. So those tablets will be great for writing on a blackboard, but they will do very, very little for your health. You're probably, if you're lucky, going to a going to absorb 10% of the entire tablet. That's it. Then on the the other end of the spectrum, you've got something like dicalcium malate. Much, 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 much more expensive, but you're looking at an 85% absorption of that particular form. So often price will determine it. So look, I hope that was useful. I hope that's given you some clarity on this. It is a minefield. Ultimately, my take-home message is if you are thinking of taking a nutritional supplement, then hit up hit up a professional. If you follow me on Instagram, which I hope you do, if not, go over there. It is at the medicinal chef. That's me. Hit someone up that you trust and say, look, I'm thinking about taking this for this reason. Um, what do you think? Should I actually be doing it? Should I, you know, am I wasting my time? What form should I look for? What dosage should I look for? What I do now, I usually drop people voice notes. So if you send me a message, I'll send you a voice note back because it's quicker than typing everything. But speak to someone, get guidance, get advice. Don't just take things blindly. If you bear those other things in mind, those other key points in mind, then you really can't go far wrong. So until next time, my friends, have a wonderful weekend. 
Great week next week. See you soon.